All right. All We're back, righty-do. ladies and gentlemen. This is our first Finally. evening podcast. Yeah, we didn't take a break or anything. Like you've you've been experiencing constant <laughs> streams of content throughout yes. all of December and the beginning of January. So You might say constant streams of despair as well. Yeah. The content is giving you despair. So hopefully this is a reprieve from despair as you listen to Two Idiots Talk to Idiots. Uh, because that is the name of our show. Uh, but anyway, it's night. It's night outside. We've never done a post dinner lu- podcast before. Usually, we're a post lunch podcast. <laughs> Post dinner. Normally, it's post lunch. Yeah. And it's also uh, the first episode of uh, 2021. <gasps> the bum, day bum, after bum. the siege. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be hard to not talk about in this episode, I think, regardless yeah. of our topic. Yeah. Like, um. <laughs> that's on everyone's minds. Anyway, a little what, are, bit. what are we talking about, though? We got a slightly we, interesting, intriguing topic. I feel like most people who are into like fringe stuff are also into learning about kind of like secret societies. Yeah, this probably goes into secret society stuff. They're pretty secretive. We are learning about the Templars, <gasps> or rather Whoa. the poor Knights of Christ and the Temple of Solomon. Is that their full name? I wanted to say that too. Yeah. I yeah, had that's that right. the That's the full official name the poor knights of christ and the temple of solomon is that right that is right and you it, you'd think that's hypocritical and would, it's funny to hear but it's uh according to their history it makes sense all righty well we're not just talking about templars we're also talking Let's about go. them t- them uh possibly worshiping the devil and baphomet but we'll see yeah Let's see if that's true or not. The original witch hunts. Oh, yeah. Uh, Actually, were there witch hunts before this? Oh, I'm sure. Anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah, I'm sure they fucking murked each other. Oh, yeah. All righty. So what are, like, the general feelings about Templars in, like, society, modern society, I guess? In modern society? Like, people know that they were parts of the Crusades. Like, they went to fight the Holy Land for the Pope. But I don't trust Americans to know Um, that. Really? No, Americans I, are fucking stupid. We're all stupid as fuck. I I learned about that in like high school, like about the Templar. Who like, pays attention in high school? For some reason, my history teachers were adamantly against uh, Templars. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it was I mean, weird. I'm adamantly like, I got against a skewing Templars. of. Uh, yeah, I mean, they kind of suck. <laughs> they kind of suck. <laughs> Just like a lot of the people we're ta- we talk about on this show. But yeah, my, my original knowledge of the Templars was like rooted in how they sucked and killed and like pillaged and looted and raped villages on their way to uh, kill people in the Holy Land yeah. to take it back for Christianity. You might say that they laid the foundations for what we're doing now with America and the Middle East. Ooh. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but some other things that I like originally knew about the Templars from like pop fiction or whatever. 
Uh, I watched the Da Vinci Code to prepare for this episode. Didn't you watch the Da Vinci Code for something else? Like for another episode? No, I just watched the Da Vinci Code because I wanted well, to. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. it was going to have to do with the Holy Grail and the Templars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you've seen the if you've seen the whole the Da Vinci Code, Da Vinci, Code, da Vinci? then you know that uh, the Templars were supposedly the protectors of the Holy Grail and other um, yes, like artifacts of. Christianity, which is funny because like the Shroud of Turin and the Ark of the Covenant. Stuff. You have a lot of this like romantic romanticization. Is that how you say that? The romanticization yeah. of the Templars with like Christianity and like holiness and whatnot. And then you also have people who think they worshipped the devils and think that they right. were evil and think that they were a you know a threat to Christianity. You might say. Um, yeah. So it's weird to like think back on that and how they, it, nobody really like has a, in pop culture, nobody really has like one set feeling on them. Everybody's does just, cause it's kind of like, oh yeah, they're there. They kind of exist. Yeah. Even though they're really That's popular because, like, in pop culture, even though I just said nobody knows, yeah. probably knows who they are, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if you asked like a hundred Christians, their views on the Templars, you'd probably get like 50-50 negative positive. Yeah, probably. I don't know. That That's a statistic. I wonder ass. if there's a... More likely, it's like 80%. Who the fuck I wonder that? if there'd be like a line, like if you were to poll Christians on Templars, I wonder if there'd be like a line down like denominations, like Catholics love them and Protestants don't or something. Yeah. Well, Protestants hate Catholics anyway, right? Well, yeah, exactly. And the Catholics rule, <laughs> like Catholics were in charge of the Templars. So, I mean, I wonder if that has any effect on yeah. modern perception of them um but i guess we can use that as a segue into general history if you'd like um sure so as you know nate nathaniel what? uh the pope was in charge of the templars because they were a religious uh institution founded in he's the Jerusalem. one that, that nominated the what was it the pilgrim protectors <laughs> right so it was originally created the templars were originally created um only by a couple knights over in jerusalem um because they noticed that pilgrims religious pilgrims to the holy land were getting fucking mugged people were just yoinking their shit and they were like, oh, hell no. We got to protect our boys. They were asking for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fully victim. They were just walking around with all their valuables out, out in the open. Like, <laughs> what do you expect to happen? Um, they were taking all these religious artifacts to their Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> Come we on. We can't blame the people who robbed them. Um, <laughs> but so, of course, you know, the religious knights in Jerusalem wanted to protect the religious pilgrims. So they were allowed to form a, a monastic order on the Temple Mount, which is a very important place in Jerusalem, uh, thought to be the Temple of Solomon. And that is hence why they are called the Poor Knights of Christ and the Temple of Solomon is because it was only a few knights. They didn't get any fucking money. And they literally had to share horses, apparently. And their flag was two knights on one horse to emphasize their poverty. So was, or did they? Or, See, I or heard. Or did heard they? Different. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what they wanted their per, per public perception yeah. to be. They wanted to be. Perceived you might say they were playing 4D chess. Honestly, 
<laughs> yeah. Honestly, in the times of feudalism, if you were a knight to start off with, it already meant you were most likely a landowner. Um, and like there were a lot of weird loopholes that the Pope. True, but they were in the Holy Land. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. What was it? Like they were allowed to use serfs and use land, but they weren't allowed to own it like as a they had to own it as a collective or something. Right. So what I read um and granted I uh did some uh big f- uh five-headed research on wiki wikipedia um <laughs> is that so they they were founded in 1119. They weren't yeah. given any money or land and then in 1129 the church went, "Hey, people of the church, give money to the Templars. So they became a favored uh, charity, yes, yes. so they started just raking in money from mm-hmm. donations and whatnot, and then they were also granted land and businesses, and, and noblemen were encouraged to join them. And then it's 11, and that was yes. in 1129, if I didn't say, and then 1139, Pope Innocent II exempted them from all local laws, wherever they were, wherever they were. They were just exempt from local laws, yeah. uh, border controls, uh, and local taxes. They were only beholden to the Pope, the church uh so you might say that they were one of the first like extra legal like cias of the <laughs> you said it before me you said it before I me i thought i role. was gonna say it first holy shit <laughs> oh my god i was like i'm for sure gonna call the templars the cia the original cia before will uh you proved me wrong yeah right you're you're in, you're um, uh, infecting me <laughs> uh yeah it's so crazy to like read and hear all that stuff and be like oh my god the pope had so much fucking so power much power dude <laughs> like for th- it's like a thousand fucking years like just like the unquestioned pretty much ruler of the fucking world yeah. Like from the Roman like Holy Roman Empire to the Byzantines, just like just <laughs> unprecedented power. Like it's insane. Crazy. What were the Templars' like main goals after becoming like more established though? Because like wasn't it to take back the Holy Land? Right. So their uh, their mission statement, you might say, was to protect uh, religious pilgrims, and it kind of morphed into just protecting Christianity in general. Obviously, you know how Christians do. Uh-huh. Um, but they, well, ancient Christians, sorry, Christians, um, but <laughs> with my atheist ass, uh, but so it went from protecting pilgrims to protecting Christianity kind of. And as they became more powerful, they, and they had more, you know, military, um, ability, they had more horses, weapons, they had more money. They kind of morphed into, so they kind of morphed into like shock troops for they did their pilgrim protection but they morphed into shock troops for the crusades so the crusades weren't just templars i i was ignorant you know a couple years ago i would always think of the templars were like the crusade people they were like the crusades were just templars oh yeah that's not true it's yeah me too it's it's normal knights and armies and the templars were like heavy cavalry that would come in and like break lines as the armies came in behind that's my current understanding uh-huh. um but most of them weren't fighters most of them were bankers <laughs> most of them were uh protectors of money money and land money you might say so what happened was this kind of protection of pilgrims of um one other facet of that 
turned into protecting their valuables because, you know, they didn't want to just go and fight off every uh, bandit on the road. So what they did was they established uh, proto-banks, pretty much, that would accept the valuables from a pilgrim before the uh, pilgrimage started, give them a little certificate of credit that they would then uh, cash out a with ticket. a little ticket. Don't um, lose this. <laughs> yeah, honestly, seriously. <laughs> and then they would cash that certificate out in the Holy Land to get however much their valuables were worth originally to have the money in the... In, yeah, so, uh, so I, I heard about that and I... Sorry, this is kind of tangent related, but like would that work for like perishable goods or like uh, animals that are going to die? I like doubt it. Eaten? I mean, that's probably something you leave your fa- with like, your family, you, you know? So it's like pilgrims. Could you give them like a, a bunch of tomatoes and be like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to pick up. You better grow me some more tomatoes. You in better. <laughs> you better redeem my like, tomatoes. <laughs> like that, that was just an, a thought I had. Uh, just like, so it was probably just like a physical cow. goods that are. Yeah. That, not perishable. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine because in my mind, I I read it as uh, pilgrims were individuals, so it would be like a pilgrim with some yeah. amount of money. Their family owns a farm or whatever, but the pilgrims like I got something of my own. I'm gonna give it to the Templar bank to redeem when I get to the Holy Land. Um, but so, and I I also heard yeah. um, when when they were so uh, apparently for Christianity and Catholicism, it's a sin to collect taxes. Right. But that's like something that they did. They like collected tithes for the church. But uh, for some reason, they were able to get like a blessing from the Pope, which is like all of the passes for their misdoings. Right. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> this. Wh- who was it? Pope Innocent. Uh yeah. Not very fucking innocent. Yeah. <laughs> um, Where's the separation of church and state? <laughs> but they would. They would uh, make whoever they were like collecting taxes from or goods from give them like uh what's it called a transaction fee mm, they would hide yeah so they would yeah. still they would still get more money from that. Yeah. yeah and that's how they make money just like banks today um transaction yeah. fees so this banking this like proto banking that some people call the first multinational corporation um which is kind of accurate fuck corporations made them abhorrently wealthy like disgustingly wealthy to the point where they owned more rich than the king yeah literally to the point where they owned the entire island of cyprus <laughs> yeah i saw the that. entire I, fucking saw, I was like wait a minute <laughs> island and so this quickly this along with extra their extra legal powers quickly led to people mistrusting them and quickly led to monarchs distrusting them so uh king philip the fourth who is the reason that they are no longer with us? Um, owed them yeah. a disgusting amount of money, and did not trust them. Thought they were, uh, as I said earlier, a form of a deep state. I mean, also this motherfucker also owed money to Jewish people apparently, and just also thought all Jews were a part of a deep state. So hey, anti-Semitism goes way back. And the the Templars were very anti-Muslim as well. Uh, like Yo, God, yeah. I remember reading that, like, basically the sole group of people that they attacked uh, or protected pilgrims from were Muslims. Yes, yes, yeah. And they would—they were probably, <laughs> uh, just like we do today, <gasps> they were probably blaming all of Islam for 
these little attacks on on their mm. pilgrims too. So mm. hey, you know. Oh, did we say that that King Louis the Ninth was the king of France? What? Or no? It's King Philip the Fourth. Wait. Oh, King. Yeah, he was still the king of France. Oops. Wait, what did King Louis do? Where's Louis? I don't know. Did, okay, wait. Can I can I add another tangent before? Yes. Because you were talking about them getting absurdly wealthy. Yes. Um. So, I watched a video. I think yesterday, not related to like studying for this, doing this podcast at all, but it was about um, like monks in the Middle Ages, and like how gluttonous and like wealthy they were. Um, gluttonous and, and wealthy monks. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what happened in the like middle mid- medieval period was that uh monks basically became like a second royalty because hmm. like nobility that had more than one heir it was like a weird custom at the time to only give your firstborn like all of your inheritance um but if they had a, a second son they were like shit out of luck so the second son would have to like be- go become a monk and then the oh, monks were like hey right i don't want to take care of your son for free you know you got to give us a little something to make it all yeah. worthwhile for us so yeah. then these nobility would be like fine take some land and like some money maybe um and some serfs uh and <laughs> That's how the monks got so fucking rich because after a Jesus. while, so much nobility just kept doing this and doing this and giving them land and serfs and shit. Yeah. And uh, they just racked up all this dough. And I'm assuming a similar thing happened with the Templars. Oh, like, yeah. Like, uh, we can go into their initiation rituals later because that's some fuck shit in itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's getting into but, more devil-worshipping yeah. stuff. As far as their agglomeration of wealth, that could be a... a one way they did it yeah that's that's the the main uh theory of why they were disbanded is uh not to get too far ahead of ourselves but that they weren't actually worshiping the devil but that they were so fucking powerful and king philip was in debt to them he wanted to he capitalized on a situation where they were discussing a couple templars committing acts of occultism and he went off, oh, fuck, and he snatched yeah. up a bunch of Templars and uh, sent them to prison. Because uh, I think there was, hold on, let me let me try to see if there was a point that I missed that I wanted to talk about. Oh, just with uh, them being very... He fell victim to the rumor mill. Oh, yeah. They were incredibly wealthy, incredibly powerful. They didn't have to listen to laws. And the Teutonic Knights in Prussia already created their own state and the Knights Hospitaller were trying to do it in roads. Yeah. So the Templars wanted to create their own state, and and King uh, Philip the Fourth was like, "Ah, oh, fuck that shit." Um, and he, he wanted to combine them, right? No. Them with the Pope Clement the Fifth wanted to combine the Templars and the Hospitallers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the which when they go, went to go talk to him is the moment that Philip the Fourth capitalized on when they were talking about occultism with a couple of Templars. Okay. Um, and then on Friday the 13th, which is sometimes thought to be the origin of Friday, the Friday the 13th superstition, he ordered the arrest of the Grand Master of the Templars and a bunch of other ones. And then we get into the accusations and initiation rituals and whatnot. The so, witch hunt. The witch hunt. 
So if uh, you'd like to kick that off. Uh, and the tortures. The big old tortures. And the what not. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. So Jacques de Molay was the grandmaster. Um, and a lot of the accusations were that they were gay. <laughs> yeah, or that they were gay. worshiping the devil. <laughs> or they were like, uh, they were worshiping, uh, what was it, false gods. Yes. And committing acts of heresy. Uh, <laughs> There's always, they always got to throw uh, in the gay, though. <laughs> oh, you slept yeah, with one of your brothers? Like, <laughs> oh, that's fucking sick, dude. Not in the good way. Fuck. Yeah. So... Honestly, it's weird because when I was when I was uh, researching this, uh, their some of their ceremonies like weren't kept very secretive, right? But their meetings were, right. so all their ceremonies and stuff were like out in the open. You could learn about them, yeah, and like what they did. Um, and their initiation ceremony was weird because they would like have to recite this uh, reading and um, have. A chaplain of the Templars be like, so you know you're gonna be like poor and shit now, right? And like obviously they know that was knew that was a fucking lie. They were like, yeah, whatever. And then they would kiss each other, and on the mouth, and then like on the neck, and then on the back, and that was like part of the ritual. Yeah. But like, I guess it wasn't weird back then. All right, in my head, uh, what I that imagine how the rumor started. Yeah, in my head, I what I imagine is by like. The kisses are probably like the literal lightest of pecks. Like you'll see in like yeah. initiation rituals, like nowadays for things, um, for like clubs and shit. Like they'll have like like you'll just peck on the cheeks or like and whatnot. So I can imagine that all it was yeah. was like little pecks here and there, and somebody was watching, just like, like a kiss oh, for dude, peace. fucking gross. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I guess we know like the the origins of. Uh, homophobia were around this time then because I don't think I don't it was think that much of the an origins. issue before. I think homophobia goes back a long fucking time. <laughs> really? Yes. Maybe we can get into that in an up, another episode. Um, hey, yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, I know you weren't in a fraternity in college, but I was. You and like listening to bag. a lot of this, <laughs> this ritual <laughs> stuff, I was like, oh, fuck. I went through a lot of like similar shit yeah. when I was joining my fraternity. Why really is this weird still stuff? Part of, like, yeah, the cultural zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah, like why did this continue? And uh, like, don't some frats um, like fucking like spank their new fucking like recruit like initiate uh, initiates yeah. like naked? Like, yeah, like that didn't happen to me, but right, I've heard stories. Right. Like that's probably um, like what happened because when you have a fucking fraternal order of like dudes who. Like are just always around each other. It's crazy. Like I'm, I'm sure they were fucking. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure they were fucking because <laughs> they're like. I mean, it's just like the fucking Spartans. There's like, there's like, the theory that Spartans. This is a weird tangent, but there's a theory that the Spartans, when they would go off to war, they were only around each other, and there weren't as many like, you know, they didn't view gay sex in the same way that. Uh, more modern yeah, there like, wasn't a stigma prudes do there wasn't as much stigma um, so they would fuck each other and come and get so used to it that they would come home and make their wives shave their heads so that it would feel like they were fucking their fellow soldiers again I heard this, this is, I, I, this, I genuinely have no idea if there's any backing to this I just remember reading it somewhere 
but there is there I'm is science a- there is science to uh, in nature like they have uh evidence of and recordings of like animals like goats when you keep them only around other ma- like males around other males eventually their horniness gets the better of them and they fuck each other and after a while of doing oh that God. If you put them back with like female goats, they refuse to fuck the female goats. <laughs> That's awesome. Which Inverted I mean, hey, conversion therapy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, we're <laughs> fucking animals, so I don't see why that doesn't apply to us either. Um, yeah, the but fucking I know Spartans that, I know were, there were beyond of, our times. Uh, Love it. Yeah, I know there are reports of like similar things happening to like pirates and people who were oh, on like yeah. the high seas for a long time. Oh yeah time period um but yeah all of this started happening in like early 1300s like 1306 1307 yep. right yeah uh a lot of them were tortured and put on trials and basically like forced to lie or tell the truth so like we don't really know and most of them rec- recanted um, their confessions afterwards too like yeah. actually recanted we don't really know like even though a lot of their stories confessions um converged and were similar about like worshiping Baphomet and being gay and shit. Like we don't know if they were all forced by the same people to just say that under right. duress, you know. Cuz even um, even Pope Clement V uh asked, he specifically asked Philip to make the trials more fair because uh let me get right. it. So it's like the so what happened was there was a perfect confluent, like there was a perfect like storm that happened was in so this these trials happened in like 1307 and 1308 and in 1230 there was a new system in the court system that happened where false accusations were no longer punished so if you gave a false accusation you were no longer you know um uh, punished for that and then a year before that philip's grandfather made it the king's duty officially to eliminate heresy in particular and then Ooh. Pope Honor- Honorius uh, the third in 1230, the same year as the this pretty much the same exact time, um, gave the inquisitors in northern Italy special powers to examine even the exempted and protected orders of the Hospitallers, Cistercians, and Templars if heresy was sus- is suspected. So similar to how terrorism mm. is treated in America now, uh, where you can get away with anything if you just mm. accuse somebody of terrorism. But, Yikes. <laughs> So it was like that is part of the reason why Philip, we believe, jumped on those accusations of heresy and spitting on the cross and worshiping an idol, a three-headed idol, and shit yeah. like that. Was he probably with was a just, long beard? Yeah, and he was he was jumping on the mistrust the general public had of the Templars too because they were so powerful. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. The general public. Uh, their opinion of the Templars like declined drastically over time, like yeah. from the the onset, and then after they got a bunch of money, they were like, "Wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. Now hey, hold on, there, Buster." <laughs> um, because yeah, banks kind of suck, and like <laughs> hidden yeah. fees and shit. Bad news. They sucked back <laughs> then too. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about Jack de Molay's last words? Oh yeah, I did write this down. Yeah, I also I was like, this is fucking metal. Um, Jack so, Molay was the grandmaster. Yes, he was the grandmaster of the Templars, and he he was like, no, 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 I don't want to. 
he he tried to get ahead of the uh cart is that right? of the, yeah, oh yeah i know cart. yeah 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 that's a phrase yeah because he was like uh he knew why he was being called to meet with the french king philip yeah and clement he was like oh no i don't want to fucking combine with the hospitalers no fuck yeah so he tried to go up there before the leader of the hospitalers or however the hell you say yeah, that no idea it's such a weird spelling um and he was like hey maybe don't do this and then like a few months later they were putting getting put on trial yeah shit. like yeah, out of nowhere yeah kind of went in his face <laughs> so yeah exactly and then that led to all of the trials which happened very quickly and they very quickly burned templars at the stake so kind of similar to witch trials yeah. so witch shit as jacques de molay and they put him on the wheel too oh i didn't know that um that's even worse almost but <laughs> As Jacques de, de Molay is getting burned at the stake, he asked specifically to, while he was burning, to face Notre Dame so that he could pray yeah. while burning. Yeah. And then his last words were recorded on parchment. So we actually know the exact words he said before he died, <laughs> which was, quote, God knows who is wrong and, and has sinned. Soon a calamity will occur to those who have condemned us to death. End quote. I was like... Oh shit! <laughs> That's kind of what metal as fuck. What black metal band has used that as a lead? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> we need to we need to make a black metal band just to use that and make the album a art uh, uh, a Templar burning at the stake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, editor Nate here. We forgot to include that Pope Clement and King Philip died within a year of Jack de Molay saying this. So even more metal. So do you want to get into Baphomet and some weird symbology that they had now? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so as probably most people know, Baphomet is a satanic goat or a sabbatical goat or just pretty much a bad goat. Um, but <laughs> that's not the original description of Baphomet. The original descriptions were anywhere from... A, the head of a bearded man to a cat's head to a head with three faces, sometimes all three or two of them. It was kind of wishy-washy, and there weren't really many more descriptions until the 18th century. And then the main image that we all think of with the Baphomet is from Eliphas Levy, uh, who is a 19th century occultist who was a, a mystical person and was associated with our boy Aleister Crowley and uh oh wasn't the probably wasn't the best dude and he drew this baphomet which was already very similar to devil depictions in tarot and whatnot so the kind of imagery was already right, around yeah, yeah, yeah. and generally speaking that devil imagery has been associated with goat figures in general kind of because of the demonization of gods like pan um who were yeah. seen as like anti-Christian and uh, anti-establishment pretty much, I guess you could say, because it was generally that God was very, you know, fuck you and your established shit. Nature prevails. Um, I'm going to go around and fuck mm -hmm. everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't like that. So they kind of demonized Pan and, and Pan was like a half goat, half human uh, God as well. So that kind of imagery influenced Alephus Levi, which created the Baphomet, which is now associated with the term Baphomet, which we can get even get into what even is Baphomet, and if you'd allow me to go on this what tangent real quick, Baphomet? I don't know if you read in, sure, I didn't, into I didn't the, research Baphomet. 
the I just researched Templars. Oh, that's fine. Um, but I can so pull some stuff up. The um, the word Baphomet and the inclusion of it in Templar trials and whatnot is not really fully understood. We don't know exactly what they meant or what they were alluding to or what the truth might have been, if you can even say that there was something behind the accusations of idol worship. Because there are some people who think Baphomet is related to alchemy, because there was a famous al- uh, alchemist in uh, or near the Templar headquarters. Uh, some people believe it was tied to the Gnostics, which is what the Freemasons tried to say, which is why the Freemasons, partly why the Freemasons connect um, themselves to the Temple of Solomon and shit. Um, the poor Templemans. <laughs> and then, so those are the more wacky ones, but then if we are to believe that Baphomet was genu- genuinely used by the Templars in any way, there's a couple ideas as to what it was. Some people think it was a bastardization of the word Mahomet, however you pronounce that, which is the old version of Muhammad, which, as you well know, is the prophet of the uh, uh, Islam. Islam. So that was Mahomet, which was bastardized into Bahamut, or sorry, Baphomet, but also Mahomet is very similar to an old English word meaning idol or false god. So there was there might be a layer of confusion and misinterpretation and uh, mis even documenting at the time, not even like later at the time. Um, of possibly they History were will do that. Yeah, of possibly they were using the word Baphomet to mean certain things, but it also could have been if they genuinely were. Who knows if they were worshiping it? Who knows if they were just around Islam for so long, being in an area that they began to incorporate some ideas or even language into what they were into their oh. rituals. Um, oh, that's so totally different from what I just thought. Like. <laughs> They might have been talking about Muhammad in their in their uh, meetings and whatever, and like in a negative way because right. they were so Islamophobic. That also is a possibility. <laughs> and then yeah. an- another one of the things that um they were accused of was spitting and urinating on religious symbols, right? Like crosses and yeah. like figures of Jesus or whatever. So maybe they were saying Baphomet and then spitting. <laughs> 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 like Baphomet Muslim They're <laughs> 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 like Baphomet <laughs> Gross Yeah Well I, I like your version better It makes more sense Well there's And there's another There's another idea About the spitting on the cross Actually Is that One theory is That if they actually did it Which you know Who knows uh, They were Training themselves To If they were captured By the Saracens yeah. Their enemy They yep, were training themselves To uh, blaspheme on the cross <laughs> yeah. with their mind and not their heart. So they would spit on the yes, cross without yeah. meaning it. Um, Didn't Jack de Molay say that? He was the one who was like... Oh, I don't know we who exactly said that, to... yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I, I thought that was just a later interpretation. That, that might have been in the confession, oh, okay. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so there's an idea that if they if they were saying Baphomet, it probably wasn't an idol. It was either they had converted to Islam in some way secretly or they were incorporating the language or the ideas... One one yep. of the uh, confessions said that he would kiss the feet of an idol and then exclaim Yala, which, as you well know, is very similar with yeah. a Y, which is very similar to Allah, which is the name that yeah. is, is the Arabic. Man, I'm super ignorant. I genuinely don't know. That is that is God in Islam. <laughs> yeah, forgive my ignorance. I, I'm ashamed. Fucking religion. What is yeah. it? <laughs> 
Yeah, right. Fucking <laughs> We're really. out of our depth talk. What, yeah. Why did we choose to talk about uh, religious shit when neither of us are that religious? <laughs> I'm literally you, uh, the opposite of religious. <laughs> what is it called? There's like a study of religion you can go into in theology. College. Yeah, theology. yeah. We're not neither we're not theologians. Theologers. Theology. Theologers. Fuck me, man. Uh, <laughs> and that is that is why we call ourselves idiots, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to idiots. And we're done. Bye. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Finish your thought. And then, and then I got one thing to finish it. Up. Okay. Yeah. There, there wasn't a whole lot left. It's just, there were a lot of things within the confessions and of the area that, you know, those are possibilities. Um, it also could be merely that the King Philip the fourth was capitalizing on the uh, discrimination against uh, Muslims and, yeah. Was womp, womp. using the ignorance of the populace to, you know, claim that they were worshiping another god or an idol right. from the area because, you know, Christians of the times thought Islam was idolatrous and they didn't really understand that it was also an Abrahamic religion. So they kind of just like <laughs> assumed that they were just like, you know, crazy people and were not very uh, good to them. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, pretty much. But the good news is they lost the Crusades. There were like yeah, nine of them true. or something. Yeah, and they, they lost every one of them. And they they lost Jerusalem, and that was the beginning of the end for the uh, Templars. But uh, pretty much the current depiction is from Alephus Levi. Levi, I don't know how to pronounce his name. What's funny <laughs> though? What's really funny about this man is he was a full a kind of socialist he lived around the same time as marx and he was sort of a socialist oh. but he was a different kind he was what's called oh, a romantic no. or a utopian socialist Leftist infighting again there's always it yeah leftist Fucking infighting hell. can never get away from it but he believed in something called spiritual magnetism which was a universal force that was going to synthesize religion and science together into something which is Whoa. actually kind of what partially informed the baphomet image which as you ha know has one hand pointing up and one hand pointing down alchemy yeah. with um uh oh fuck why am i blanking on the t on the words written on its forearms but anyway there's words written on its forearms one of them's coagula which is like coagulate come together the other one's about breaking apart um and so the, it kind of the oh, baphomet yeah. imagery actually Solve isn't really satan it's just symbolizing the idea of breaking things apart and bringing them back together in a better form um, to use science, like science kind of, to kind of make the world a better place. It's actually a pretty positive yeah. uh, s uh, sentiment uh, in the image, but people connected it to Satan, and then it was kind of like demonized um, into being evil, you know? Uh, hey, people fear what they don't understand. They do. It's a, uh, it's a very scary picture, too, kind of. It's a fucking cool picture is what it is. Menacing. It love is the image of the Baphomet. There's not a ton uh on the baphomet there's i'm not really sure aside from like pan there's not really a ton that it could be really be connected to there we we've had some weird things about goats in the past like we have pan we have the yule goat which was seen as uh, a yule spirit which would uh this is our late run Christmas around episode. in Sweden. Yeah, right. Which would run around <laughs> in Sweden uh, and was like in, an invisible goat man who would like run around and scare people what? and demand presents from them. 
<laughs> it's really weird. Uh, Northern European huh. mythology is fucking crazy. Um, it's awesome. No, it's it's pretty cool. I do enjoy it. But that it's like there's weird connections of like goats to like mischievous likeness and being like weird and wacky and naturey and um, huh. not really one to be tied down to uh, systems. So that could be part of the reason why we demonize a goat and yeah, not to be too back and forth on what my topics were, but um, yeah, I guess the last thing I kind of wanted to bring up was how I guess this kind of relates to the last episode we did because uh, apparently this was news to me. I read this in a national geographic article, but I think at least in some parts of the world, white supremacists are trying to like bring back symbols that the Templars yes, they used. are. Oh yeah. Uh, because they Even love pagans. their symbols and they hate Islam. <laughs> yes. They're, they're doing that with the Templars. They're doing it with like pagan imagery. They're doing it with like a lot of things that they really have no right, you know, taking, yeah. um, because they believe in, you know, the ancient master race. So they kind of just connect it willy nilly to a bunch of random shit, a bunch of random ancient right. shit that they like the imagery of. So they like take Templar shit, they take the occultist stuff from the Templar conspiracies, they take pagan shit, they take everything and use that imagery and fucking corrupt it and ruin it. And I hate it because I love that imagery so much and I don't want it to be connected <laughs> to them, <laughs> as I said in the one episode. Uh, yeah. And and lastly, um, this is like more a conspiracy brain, but a lot of people believe that the Templars were too powerful and rich and land rich to be dissolved by the year or two of trials that happen. Yeah. And a lot of people think that they kind of continued in the shadows to either crop back up in the form of the Illuminati or, <laughs> you know, how Dan yeah. Brown says yeah. in uh, his movie book, The Priory of Scion. And then lastly, some people believe that this is akin to Freemasonry because yes. of all of the similar Christian worship uh deities i guess right Deity one well there, there was that one guy who tried to um connect the baphomet imagery the original one like the three-headed person and whatnot he tried to connect it to like gnostic imagery which uh, i didn't know this uh, apparently freemasonry is really influenced by gnostic christianity um which if you don't know um is more of an mm -hmm. eastern form of christianity uh that emphasized individuality and individual revelation over established top-down interpretation uh and was yeah. fucking was fucking like annihilated by the church because they did not like that shit so they used that imagery apparently so this freemason tried to connect templars to gnosticism and then to the freemasons and then the freemasons tried to claim that they were the descendants of the templars which actually i don't know if you read into like after the dissolution uh, but after Pope Clement dissolved the order uh, under order of Philip, King Dennis, what a wonderful name, of Portugal <laughs> refused to um, uh, arrest and uh, punish Templars. So oh, I did hear the that, Templars yeah. in Portugal formed the Order of Christ in 1319, not too long o later. Yeah. And Clement convinced or Dennis again. convinced Clement to give all of the assets of the old order to them, which he did. And before that, all of the assets were given to the Knights Hospitallers, or however you say it. So, like, they didn't... Yeah, a lot of Templars were murdered 
and killed, but not all of them. A lot of them got away. A lot of them went into other yeah. orders. So they, I mean, they, yeah, they did continue. Like that's not, that's not a secret. They, they did continue on through time. They just weren't as powerful. She, she. Yeah. I don't know. This was just an interesting topic to kind of skim the surface of because there's so much mystery involved. Like yeah. we still don't really know fact from fiction. Um, well, we just there, know that. I have one thing for you. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you read this either, but uh, not too long ago, like in the last couple of years or 10 years, the Vatican found old documents um, that showed Clement found the Templars not guilty of heresy, but guilty of what? other charges. So, oh. and he still disbanded the order. So, like, they were guilty of, like, the, the more, like, uh, uh, money uh, charges like yeah. laundering and or not yeah. laundering but like the other you know shit basically we do know that they kind of like retracted the the, the uh, accusations of occultism somewhat at least mm -hmm. so hmm. there is that okay well <laughs> if you want to know more about the templars don't come to us because <laughs> that's um, all we know <laughs> that's all we know that's all we did but yeah interesting topic um maybe you will try to connect it to freemasonry one day because i still want to do an episode on that pretty badly but yeah, if, if we any can figure you, out how to re research it properly yeah that's gonna be tough but if any of you have a topic that you want us to try to talk to idiots about being two idiots ourselves tweet at us uh at our twitter at two idiots underscore talk yeah that is two t-o follow us um and if you like this podcast just give it a share give us a review uh, we'd really appreciate that because we want validation. Yeah, please give us validation. That's what the internet is for. Stroke our egos <laughs> like you love us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all. That's all we got to say. Thanks for listening to Two Idiots Talk. I'm Nate. I'm Will. Bye bye. And bye bye. <laughs>